I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Gamescom has started. DC had its weekend. And apparently Tiananmen Square is not real. Right, Matt? Uh, I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, China's over my shoulder here. So, you know what? All right, fair enough. One of the few countries, I think, by our analytics, we don't have a listener in. So, winning <laughs> by by design, we've planned that. No, uh, great firewall. Probably, probably can't even get it over there. I, you know what? That's honestly probably true. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Yes, the Gamers Two Podcast for August twenty eighth. I looked at the date. Uh, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. That's that's it. Good show. See you guys later. It's been a fun time. Uh, I'd like to formally announce my retirement. <laughs> if you're just now listening to this, we learned before we went live that Chadwick Boseman has passed. Colon cancer. Yeah, four years. Apparently, uh, I did. I read a little brief thing. He was uh, had it prior to. So the assumption is he was going through treatment and, uh, you know, fighting it while filming Black Panther and, uh, you know, the rest of the. Yeah, Civil War and everything. Yeah. Sucks. Does suck for sure. And as you will start seeing, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. And he played Jackie Robinson in forty two. Yeah, which was to Matt's realization. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I did not recognize him. I mean, I've only watched that movie once, so I guess like, you know, that's my defense. <laughs> <laughs> but if you wanted to do something else, like play a new game, new release game, where. Could I find new release games? In the list that I'm about to tell you. Hint, the list is not short this week. Like this podcast. This podcast is also not short this week by any stretch of the imagination. But here we go, new releases. The Elder Scrolls Online Stonethorn DLC came to PC and Stadia. Cinders came to PS4. Ken Dagawa Jet Girls came to PS4. Madden 21 came to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Number five, No Straight Roads came to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. 
Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, came to PSVR. Cinders also made its way to Xbox One. I should edit my list better. The Suicide of Rachel Foster came to PS4 and Xbox One. Best Friend Forever came to PC and Switch. Control got its Aw DLC and Deluxe Edition officially, or definitive, what do they call it? Deluxe Edition? Officially are out now for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition for PS4 and Switch. Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 4 is officially live. Whatever that means to you. Uh, number 13, Hypnospace Outlaw for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number 14, Outbreak the New Nightmare for the PS4. Number 15, Surgeon Simulator 2 for the PC. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Number 16, Tell Me Why Chapter 1 for the PC and Xbox One. Number 17, Tour de France 2020. And as always, we love a biking game. I'm for surprised. Sure. This is the first time I've called out a biking game and not seen... <clears throat> Cycling manager right below it. Drop the ball. COVID, probably. Instead, below it is number 18. Captain Subasa, Rise of New Champions for PC, PS4, and Switch. Number 19, Double Kick Heroes for Xbox One. Number 20, Jump Force Deluxe Edition for the Switch. Number 21, Nexomon Extinction for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number 22, Project Cars 3 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I, that one caught me by surprise because I didn't realize how fast we got here. Ditto. People were like, Project Cars 3 reviews. I was like, what? I was I was writing the list and I go Project Cars three that can't be right and I went and looked and I was like oh it's out now oh boy is this year moving right along number twenty three Wasteland three comes to PC PS four and Xbox One number twenty four Windbound to PC PS four Xbox One and the Switch and the last Campfire comes to PC but only on Epic the last Campfire was that the yes Hello Games one yes okay. But it is currently on Epic and is listed. It's listed on Steam, but not playable. But you can play it on Epic. So some I don't. I, they might have had the exclusivity window. I don't remember if they did or not. Ah, eh, maybe. I kind of wanted to get that one, but we'll see. Who knows? It intrigues me. I think it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds good. I will take number one. Oh, wow. Okay, hopping into it. I guess we don't have time to fuck around. We don't really have time to fuck around because we're going to fuck around a lot during these. As is tradition. And as the cards dictate, somebody will get sent to the Shadow Realm and all the other references I normally make. Ha ha ha, I'm Batman. We'll talk to that in a bit. Gamescom 2020. And also, I wrote this one and it's a little jumbled. Yours are usually more together. but I thought it was fine. All right, well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying nice things about me, Matthew. I guess we're fucking telling lies on this podcast now. It's cool. I hate everything you've ever done. All right. And as far as I'm concerned, I could do this alone. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go take a nap in the closet over here. (laughs) Yeah, right. You'd go downstairs back to the chair. (laughs) You would at least make it that far. I might. I'd probably make it in the hallway and crawl underneath that little cubby. (laughs) Just wake up in the morning, you're tucked underneath a chair like, like okay. Staring well. at you like. 
All right, number one in the news headlines. Gamescom 2020 started on Thursday, and as all other conventions, it too has gone digital. Below and coming up are the recaps from the days so far. And when I say days so far, I mean just the opening night because nobody edited this to add in a second day. And I don't think there was really anything more except continuation. So gives us something to talk about next week, maybe, if there's some surprises. Yeah, we'll see. The opening night live stream started it all off, and the first thing that we saw was the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War trailer, which we're going to get to in its own story. But hey, just for doing this chronologically, that was a thing. Uh, then we saw Unknown 9 Awakening. Gave its, gave a, sorry, then Unknown 9 Awakening gave us its first look via a cinematic trailer, a game in which a child tries to understand her powers coming to PC and next gen trailer was it, was it was fully cinematic so you can't tell like what the game is but she's a child that is getting chased by the other kids and it looks like one goes to hit her with a stick and she like blinks into another realm because she sees the shadow still swing through her and then blinks back and she's now standing behind him and everybody's like really confused i so i'm also confused I it's one of those where it's like once it said it was coming to next gen only I was like all right cool I'll wait to see more then Doom's DLC the ancient gods got its first trailer and you guessed it more doom more slaughter more hell rip and tear how many DLCs are they doing do we know I felt like it was I think it's, it's at least two I don't remember if we knew that there was more than that though it's at least two. And it's campaign DLC, so... Yeah, I remember them wanting to build out, like, a whole world, so... That was the whole idea with it being a Doom Eternal, and mm-hmm. we're going to have this vast blah, blah, blah. I'm always down for more Doom. I still... I don't know if I talked about it last week, but uh, GDQ finished mm-hmm. on Sunday, I think. And I watched the Doom Eternal speedrun. Two hours on a harder difficulty than I played. I played on a lower difficulty, and it took me 15 hours. This guy did it in, I think, sub two hours on a higher difficulty, and just watching the movement and him demolish enemies hurt me emotionally. The hardest enemy, the Marauder, for me in the game, he's like, oh, yeah, you heard a bunch of people complain about this when the game came out. Oh, he's so hard. He's so hard. Launches a frost grenade, hits him with six rockets, and he's dead, and they move on. And I was just like... What? What? <laughs> uh, there's, there's always someone better than you. And there's when it true. comes to games, Very true. there's a lot of people better than you. Yes. Which can be really disheartening. It's not even so... like It's disheartening, but it's also one of those, like, how did I not see anybody or hear of anybody doing that at the time? So I could have had that idea. I didn't even... I'm not even so annoyed that I didn't come up with the idea. But like, how did I not see a Reddit clip of that same thing where people mm-hmm. were, you know... Yeah. Then, with the 25th anniversary of BioWare's existence happening, the team decided to show off the first look at the new Dragon Age, which was all completely conceptual. Yeah, like, the everyone referring to this as a first look is blatantly full of shit. Yeah, yeah I mean, first look at what? Concept is, art. Is it technically more than what we got during EA's event where everybody said... Ooh, that was Dragon Age when we saw two stills of environments. Yeah. 
Yes. Not, yes. In in the definition of is it more, yes. How much more is by a thin piece of paper. I'm fairly certain we saw as much Anthem in that clip as we saw Dragon they, Age. They were bold as shit to put that Anthem suit in the shot for their studio. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh boy, you're going to remind people you made that while you're trying to tout the new Dragon Age? Mm-hmm. That's a That's a bold move, Cotton. I bet they're gonna try to swing a a uh, what's the word I'm looking for here pendulum. Swing something. I don't know. I think they're gonna try to pivot on Anthem and turn it into a success story and use it in like a marketing way. But they have to make it successful. I know, but like I, I'm that's what I'm worried about though is that that's the approach they're gonna go because like I've noticed that Anthem has started to creep in a little bit. On like when they're talking about stuff and like this type of thing and like updates from Bioware and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, you're starting to talk more about Anthem when you went dark for a really long time. Well, this is them just slowly acknowledging that they were never doing the rebuild that the people thought they were. (laughs) They did a blog update about the rebuild, completely acknowledging it and being like, we're we're doing it all you know all ground up. Yeah, and then somebody was like, what if we just made Dragon Age and like just kind of forget this exists nobody's asking for us to fix it anymore because they all moved on i mean they could just get some good press think think about it we're asking them we're not asking anything of them actually let's just stop there we're not asking anything of yeah of bioware but when you think about well it, what we're asking from them is one successful <laughs> launch out of a good title i don't even know if we need successful one mediocre launch carefully that's how you got andromeda andromeda was bad okay so we're i want something that's like a inquisition was mediocre i'd take that i'd take that again okay i need you to be above inquisition for my personal preference but not by not by much but there were clear engine problems with an inquisition that need to not exist in the new dragon age but here's what i'm saying Anthem entire rebuild. This rumor of a Mass Effect remaster. Yeah, that could have they could have dropped that. I would have been happy. And Dragon Age. We are currently looking at Bioware to make three games, and they haven't launched one correct title in the last three they've done. How many do they even have? They have three studios, right? At, le- at least. Yeah. Two of them we know for sure. And it's not been confirmed that the Mass Effect remaster is happening in-house either. It could be someone else doing it. Yeah, they could have offloaded it. Which might be a good thing. It honestly might be a great thing. Might be the best thing they could have done. But after not really seeing... Some of the shots that were... It was kind of cool just to see like the voice actors doing their mm-hmm. lines and stuff. And it, the one comment that was weird was people... The guy, when he's discussing Solus... And people are like, uh, or the guy said, what did he say? He said, uh, there's a group that wants to marry him. And there's a group that wants to kill him. And there's a group that wants to do both. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I mean. I just don't, if it's not ready, I don't know. It's just that, it just goes back to that thing. And I feel this way about most games. And specifically, I feel that way passionately towards Bioware at this moment. If you're not going to be releasing it, in the next couple months. Stop talking. Just fucking shut up. Shut up. 
even yeah. uh, even that game's not coming next year either. No, that's, that's which the is, thing. Which is my thing. I I give them a twelve month window, where if you're going to show up in twelve in twelve months before your expected launch date, okay. But we this isn't coming in twelve months. There's no way. And if it does. Ooh boy! If if that shows up in twelve months, I will be on this podcast talking about it, and Matt and I will both be going. Can you fucking believe that this exists? <laughs> It'll be that. Picard. That might be Bioware's first early access title. Think about that. If That's they, how they decide to ship a Dragon Age game. That would be horrible. I would almost. I could swallow it if they did like a free to play early access type anthem rebuild thing. I could swallow that's what that. they that's just what they need to do with Anthem when it comes back. It needs to go free to play <laughs> and and hope that they can recover. It's uh yeah. I don't know. Uh I the funny thing even with the the Solus comments and then you see one of the wardens, they they gave him a name. I wanted to say it was not Draven, but Darwin, something with a D. I wasn't paying attention to um, the names. But those characters, like Solus, yes, I remember. But I better have a way to look at my or my Inquisition save file because I don't remember exactly because you could end differently with yeah. everybody. And that was the thing, it's like it's been so long now. Solus is the only constant. Yeah. For the most part. He has a couple different endings, but they all allude to the same path part of it i recognize the voices i did not recognize like characters i I don't i couldn't tell you what is going on in the story yeah like even then i went back and watched right after it happened i went and just searched dragon age to see if there was something else and i saw a couple clips of old videos and i'm just looking at the game like i don't remember any of these cutscenes. yeah none pretty terrible so it'll be I'm not excited. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Just just because of the the idea we know it exists now. We know they're going to do it. Now now is it we know that the train's supposed to show up at noon. Let's see if it crashes before it gets here type of thing. Yeah. We'll find out. Mild mild curiosity. Yeah. And you know what they say about curiosity? I don't have a transition out of that. Uh, so then after Dragon Age, one and only Christopher Lloyd showed up. Doc Brown himself. That was weird. It, it was... I don't... Like, can he play a different character at this point? Like, can he even be himself and get recognized? I don't think he can. I think he has to be Doc Brown now. Yeah, that's, that's all he's got. Which is the part that... Yeah, I mean, all he's got. He's also probably made so much money off of that. But it it was kind of weird to have him do it, but... Anyway, Chris Lloyd, or, yeah, Chris, Christopher Lloyd uh, made sure to do one of our favorite things and announced the release of Surgeon Simulator 2 out now. Now, if you watch the video back, he does the out now. He did the finger drop, and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> man of the people, Christopher Lloyd. Woo! <laughs> well, I will say that the interaction and the way they did it, I was expecting it to be more awkward than it was. Yes. Every time... You get celebrities mm-hmm. like on stage. They're. I feel like Christopher Lloyd did a better job than 
Jeff Keeley did in the pairing of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Keeley did Keeley, Keeley did the good part of just step back and just let him go. Yeah. Just let him run with it. And he played the whole thing up into character. And he threw in a line about the fact that he had to go back to the future so he could catch the movie Avengers 26. Yeah, Son, like, Rise of the Son of or Return of the Son of Thanos or something mm-hmm. like that in 2077. So it's like, even if he's reading a script, the way he delivered it was perfectly yeah. executed for everything that anybody was expecting out of it, if not higher. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty cool thing. Surgeon Simulator 2, more Surgeon Simulator, except this one has co op, which watching some people play. Not terrifying, but I feel like I'd be ripping my hair out. Oh, yeah. It's one of those games. Oh, yeah. I mean, Surgeon Simulator already was where you're just, I need to be so dainty and slowly take this man's rib cage out. And, oh, no, I dropped my saw and, oh, he's bleeding out. How do I stop the bleeding? Oh, I stabbed myself with a hallucinogen. <laughs> Everything is colorful. <laughs> and it was also super hard to control because you had, it was one of the, you know, the hand games. So you had every finger was a key and you had to grab things. And VR would be interesting. Did they ever? They did it in VR, right? I think they did the first one. I don't know if the second one has a VR component or not. It it might be genuinely like fun to to try to play the game legitimately if yeah. you had like a Valve with the full finger tracking. Yeah, yeah. If you had a full hand track, yeah, that would definitely just like I put my two fingers. I picked this up. I very daintily <laughs> cut this cord. Perfect. I throw that away because <laughs> I don't want it near us. <laughs> Uh, after Christopher Lloyd went back to the future, we got a new uh, game announcement that no one saw coming, nor did I hear anybody asking for. Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead coming 2020 to both Xboxes, both PlayStations, PC, Switch, and apparently mobile. So right. if you own any piece of technology, you'll be able to play this. Yes, it was weird. I didn't hate the idea of it, though. okay i mean i guess i don't hate it but my interest level is at a zero there's no hate i'm just like okay cool bridge constructor it's 2020 why is the walking dead as as a tie-in i mean i guess let me rephrase that not specifically the walking dead but them pairing with another uh like with a franchise with with an out of their idea type yeah Mainly to, like, give you a purpose in bridge construction. Right. I guess, it, yeah, kind of like the, I don't remember what the name, the full name of the game is, but there's the one that's the portal one where you have to yeah, do the same same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting brand pairing, but I like I said, I don't know who... <sighs> Saying I don't know who it's for is probably not fair to it. Because they're releasing it on mobile, which is where I think its best stuff will be. Yeah, for sure. I don't see anybody going, oh, I'm so happy I got my Series X to play that. I'll fucking do it. No, you won't. I'll call your bluff right now. (laughs) I'll do it on PS5. Somebody hold them to that. After that? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I won't. I won't. 
I won't do that. I won't flame the fire. Do you want to you bury yourself any further <laughs> down there? I won't, I won't stoke the, the fire or dig the hole any deeper. Or... I got I got lumber, man. I'll start throwing. <laughs> After Bridge Constructor came the Sam and Max franchise, returning for the first time in roughly 10 years to debut a new supposedly VR title. Nobody was confirmed about the VR thing, so that's why I had to say supposedly. But you do see him throw on what looks like a cardboard viewfinder. And then he the rabbit starts talking to a girl. I That's all we saw. I have absolutely no idea what this will be. I didn't care about Sam and Max 10 years ago. Yeah, I got nothing on this so, one. Keely was pumped, though. Keeley would be pumped. He would. He even gave it a good yes. The most Napoleon Dynamite yes I've ever seen done not in the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Following that announcement, World of Warcraft Shadowlands made an appearance to announce that the next expansion, Shadowlands, will be releasing on October 27th, 2020. They also showed the first of multiple animated cinematics that will tell stories leading into Shadowlands. The one they debuted was the one uh, they're le- they're covering the four covenants. Yeah, so it's going to be four of them. There will right? be four of them, and the first one they showed off was the one uh, covering Bastion. <clears throat> yeah, Bastion's the zone, not the covenant. The Aether are the no Kyrian. Kyrian of Bastion are the. I'll get there. It's going to be a. Trust me, I'll get there. It's going to take me two months because it'll be a whole expansion and I'll learn everything then, but we'll get there. I'm just happy to have a release date. That's yeah, nice. And after reviewed with my other two WoW people, I believe I won the contest for what would the release date be? Congratulations. So, yes. Do you get a trophy? In my heart. You should at least have them get you a cookie or something. I need another room to fix my to put my ego in. It only fits <laughs> it only it only fits so much. Just gotta kind of like shove it out the door into the other rooms. They do uh, then uh, the debut of a new Warhammer game called Warhammer: Age of Sigmar Stormground coming twenty twenty one to PC, Switch, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One, which I found really interesting because in their trailer they never mentioned anything about next gen. But it comes out next year. I don't know. That's and, that, thing. and that happened a few times during this show. This is the weird thing about... I don't know. Maybe we're. Just, I'm not remembering it correctly, but I feel like... No, the previous generation had more of a hard hard line, right? Uh, I, I would say definitely more of a hard line, but I also don't remember almost being in September with a November release on the, on the horizon. And us having conversations about games getting announced for not those gens. Like yeah, it's, at, it's, that, at that point, you were having ones getting announced for both. I feel like it's a very weird situation. And maybe it's just that eventually they will discuss the it is coming. But we don't know when they're coming, so we can't say that they're coming type of thing. But it's, according to the trail, not even in the possibilities of eventually on a PS5 or Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know. I'm I'm so confused now with the new new consoles. Like the whole backwards compatibility thing, I feel like it's just thrown out the window now. Like it's but just all over the place. Let's not even bring up the consoles because I'm going to get into an argument with somebody. So the rhetoric on the interwebs. Well, that's your first mistake. It's <laughs> it's it's why I just read it though, and I don't say anything back. Yeah. I don't cast voices out into the ether because well if you look into the abyss long enough yada yada and it's constantly dealing with the prices of the consoles and every time people are like there's this one the series x and ps5 and then there's their digital versions and every time i've seen their digital versions get brought up i have seen conversations that the digital price point would be between 100 to 200 dollars less than the one with a disk drive. And I don't understand. I I want to understand how people are evaluating that high of a number. Because there's a lot of questions I have in how they determined that it was over $100 less. I have seen I have seen certain people Throw around the idea that the the default options will be four ninety nine, and that a digital one will be two ninety nine, and I think those people are high as a kite. I would agree with that uh, sentiment. Um, because, and, but then the like the following reason of it because it's all digital. What? I mean, I guess Blu ray drives like four K. They they have four K Blu ray drives in there. Yeah, they're not that much. No, especially when they you consider they're probably going to buy them in bulk. They don't have to worry about all the things attached to like a Blu-ray player because the obviously the hardware can handle it. So they literally just have to worry about the drive itself. Uh, they probably get them for like twenty bucks a pop. I would I would imagine maybe less. And when have they ever sold co- consoles at cost or Never. or profit? Never. I mean, they want you. I mean, maybe maybe it wouldn't be true. All right, so maybe it wouldn't be true for Microsoft. Maybe Microsoft has a different business model. But Sony 100%, I think, wants you to buy the more expensive console. They want you to have the disk drive. Internals hover around $100. Yeah. So that would... Okay, if that's your entire argument, is that the disk drive... There's for, no way. For those guys is $100... What I think, I I've kind of kept my eye on those, and it, I think they're still expensive because there's no reason for them, so they have no market penetration. Right. Whereas the reason when you're talking for, the about reason for them is games. Yeah, when you're talking about consoles, I think it's a totally different story. I think that their their drives are probably like twenty dollars a piece. Yeah, because an external Blu-ray 4K drive is thirty dollars. Yeah. Thirty to forty dollars, unless you buy like one of the stupid high end ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, it <sighs> it just people, doesn't people, make sense. People can't. Everyone <laughs> would buy the digital version. Like right. no one, if there's genuinely a two hundred dollar difference, and the only discussion is a disc drive, no one would buy it. No one. Why would you ever spend two hundred more dollars? Yeah, that's in that's asinine to even suggest that that would be a difference even a hundred dollars i think is insane to me 
if there's literally no differences besides the fact that it's a disk drive or not. The other problem that we always know, especially when we start to starting talking about consoles, is if I tell you, hey, an internal disk drive is $100 based on what I just Googled really fast. Okay, cool. So here's how we can evaluate the rest of those parts, Matt, because you know how this breakdown starting. Mm-hmm. The $500 one. $100 disk drive, boom. You now have $400 to build what the rest of that console is. Take a guess what that SSD cost. Have a bet it's not $100 I or bet it's $200 <laughs> or $300. Let me And the processor and the motherboard and your GPU. Yeah. I mean, I, I fully expect, I don't know if they've said anything, but I bet the SSD is going to be the most expensive component on those. On those. Because they're proprietary. Yeah, they're custom made. They're, yeah, they're gonna be stupid, and they're and it's not like they're both using the same. They're both using two different SSDs. Yeah. All right, we're getting we're we're getting anyway, We're so far off track, but I oh that my blood man is boiling. I got a fever of a hundred and three. So that was Warhammer. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Which was then followed by Crash Bandicoot, who apparently got lost wandering around Cologne waiting for Gamescom to start. But luckily, the dev team was on standby to reveal a new, a new, reveal a new, there we go, feature in the upcoming game called Flashback Levels. The levels are unlocked by picking up tapes in the regular game, which unlock these levels, or unlock these new puzzle rooms. An homage to old Crash things and more uh, OG Crash lore. If you love Crash, it's more Crash. Can you complain about that? No, you can't. Now you got Crash in your Crash. You want some Crash on that Crash? It was weird seeing him. Because the way they did the video of him just wandering around Cologne. He still had his mask. You know, the big old Crash suit with a Crash mask on. Just kind of wandering around the convention center that's completely empty. (laughs) Kind of funny. Uh, there was a trailer for the upcoming game Outriders, releasing holiday 2020, coming to basically everything, including Stadia, but no Switch release. Looks like an interesting three. I I don't know. I see. This is the problem because we're just doing a rundown. Yeah, I can spend 30 minutes and go in and research each of these games and have that time. It's already going to be a long podcast. We don't need to do that. But it looks like there's three characters in a PVE environment. Shooties and abilities destroy your enemy and find the heart of whatever. Yeah, sounds event, good. Whatever event horizon happened looked interesting. I was at least intrigued. I saw an Uber Sol- Uber Soldier Shield, which means nothing if you don't know the reference I'm talking about. There's a game called Uber Sol- Uber Soldier. I got to stop just even saying it. Uh, in which you put up a shield in front of you that stopped bullets. And it just kind of held them there. And you could keep walking and walk the bullets through enemies and kill them. Nice. Kind of rude, but nice. Well, that's what happens when your game is coded. If bullet touches enemy, it dies. There was a trailer for what can only be described as an anime soccer game called Captain Tsubasa, which we already said is out now for PS4, Switch, and PC. And holy shit, is it an anime soccer game? It is genuinely an anime soccer game. Yeah, because Captain Tsubasa is an anime. Yep. And this is the most anime sports-looking game I've seen. I'm down. I like it. 
It was actually kind of cool to watch. I don't think I would throw my money at it. No, I'd never play it, but I'm behind it. Yeah. You do you. Captain Tsubasa. Another Warhammer game called Necromunda Underhive Wars was shown off. Face rival gangs in tactical gunfights for power, wealth, survival, and honor. Out September 8th for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Those Warhammer games, man, they're going hard. That's three announced in the last like month and a half. Who would have thought? Somebody, apparently. The next trailer was for Teardown. Plan the perfect heist using creative problem-solving, brute force, and everything around you. Teardown features a fully destructible and truly interactive environment where player freedom and emergent gameplay are the driving mechanics. The moment you pick up your first target, an alarm goes off and the heat is on. Run, jump, dive, slingshot. Do whatever you need to collect all of the targets and escape before security arrives. This game looks awesome for the destructible environments. Um, didn't even... I was like on board before I even watched the rest of the trailer. I, I blatantly like tuned out at some point because I didn't pick up on the whole like... You saw the first five seconds went, I'm in. Yeah. What else did I <laughs> Yeah. That was exactly what happened. But uh sounds cool. Cool yeah. little puzzle-ish. Yeah. The game. trailer looks pretty cool. It's like, I don't know, a minute, 10 seconds. But you, like I said, you build... I think, I don't know if... You, I'm curious if you see where your targets are and stuff. And then, you, yeah, you build an obstacle course for yourself essentially to get all your targets and get out as fast as you can. And the way they do it in the trailer of driving just cars and through buildings and semi trucks that are on fire into the ocean and everything like that. Looks like it'll be fun. Yeah. Little nightmares Two got a gameplay reveal and it still has that great creepy vibe to it. Very creepy. Small people in a little raincoat. Then the one and only Jerry the King Lawler announced the debut of WWE Battlegrounds, the arcade-style fighting game that brings multiple generations of wrestlers together, coming September 18th. Looks like a cool, fun arcade fighter. Yeah. Not not Street Fighter when I say arcade fighter, but just arcade and over-the-top, jump in the air really high, do a bunch of silly things. I think at one point in the trailer, one of the characters has one of those uh, like squeaky hammers. When you hit it on either side, it just... And they mm-hmm. have that as like a giant version of it. I think it would make sense for them to ping pong, not do... You know how they were doing WWE, WWE 2K? You are, know? You saying, are you going to say do one every other year yeah. with this interlaced into it? Yeah. Or another, some other title interlaced into it? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't It wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, and they're also currently on correct course for that because of how bad 2K was last year. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I feel like the teams that are working on these games would probably appreciate two years to make them instead of one. But, yeah. And for... I mean, 2K falls into the same arguments. They're the 2K wrestling games fall into the same arguments that a lot of the sport games do, where you're like, yeah, it's the same thing year after year. What did the the hell? And I'm assuming they don't sell as well as the sports games. Not your traditional sports games, yeah. no. Not not even close. Then again, this the sports games also have 
not that WWE doesn't have a, a worldwide appeal because it does, but Europe alone could drive FIFA sales for a year. And yeah, it does. And it, and it does for the most part. <laughs> like it doesn't need, there is no last I knew if you pulled up our ND, MPD numbers out of Europe for WWE, it's not going to crack a top 10. Yeah. After that, we got the Star Wars block. The Star Wars block showed off a few things. First was more of a campaign mission and gameplay from Star Wars Squadrons, the upcoming flight game. Any thoughts? Not really. Just more more squadrons. Yeah. Nothing. I'm I'm still out on it, but that's only because I suck at flying games. Same. Like that's kind of my issue with it. It's not for me. Yeah. So it's it looks good. Yeah, it like, does. Visually, it looks, gorgeous. It looks good. Uh, I'm sure they'll be really cool. We'll get really cool like gifts and stuff like that of yeah. gameplay. People that are doing insane trench runs and yeah, it's like I can't fly. Fucking jumping out of cockpits, shooting rocket launchers at people, getting back in the cockpit. Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, Battlefield Three days. I'm gonna take this jet, fly straight up, shoot the other jet with this rocket, and get back in my jet because I didn't want to use my own jet for some reason. <laughs> Uh, second was the latest Sims expansion, Journey to Batu, coming September 8th. That was interesting. Did not see that coming. Didn't watch it. Full, like, I think you can actually travel to the idea of Journey to Batu. Like, you can actually go there or whatever. But they put in the full texture pack. They show a, a house that they already had built up. And they reskin the entire thing over to look like a Star Wars hut. Not as like bland as like a Tatooine hut, but full out. Everything looks Star Wars, and then the inside they do almost like a full cantina floor. That's a really cool idea for the base. It act actually looks really lightsabers are out there, droids, the whole thing. Nice. It, I'm I'm gonna show you it because now that you didn't watch it, because it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I don't really give a shit about The Sims, but this was the first one where I was like, do I want to play The Sims right now? <laughs> I, can't, I have EA access right now for Madden. Do I want to download The Sims? <laughs> and then finally was the Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga gameplay trailer. The Skywalker Saga is coming in 2021 and releasing on all consoles, which is current and next gen. Yo, whoever cut that trailer. They cut that fire. trailer so well fire yeah it was good so well that there is a solid chance matt and i on our ps5s are i will dude i will play that game so hard do you want to do what we talked about for speed racer and play star wars (laughs) (laughs) that would be pretty crazy i would do that that'd be fantastic i will I'm not saying I would platinum it, but I did spend a good amount of my my time collecting all the gold bricks and all that good stuff on the previous Star Wars games. So, man, I I might have my save files on my GameCube because I have the two sagas upstairs. Mm-hmm. But, oof, there's that trailer looks so good. The uh, pod racing, God, that looked so crisp. And all I needed to hear was, now this is pod racing. And I would have been all, I would have been right in. But right there. Uh, I love their stupid humor, too. The stupid Lego game humor. Oh, yeah. The the stupid Lego humor in in such a serious franchise. or Even when they're not in serious franchise. I was watching uh, 
before you came up when I was just kind of grinding Ghost of Tsushima finishing, I had my phone was playing an old uh, stream of Ray's that where he was doing Lego City Undercover, mm-hmm. and they're just in a conversation constantly. And at one point, somebody's like, "Oh, hey, Harry, how many uh, how many cups of coffee did you have today?" And he's like, he starts doing the Dirty Harry, "How many shots did I have?" conversation, discussing cups of coffee, and I'm just like. <laughs> what child is playing the Lego game that knows the Dirty Harry reference? <laughs> there was a uh, Sherlock and Watson reference. There's just so many intercut references and things. But yeah, I think the the big one in the trailer, not counting the the porgs that are dressed up like Luke. But yeah, that the, was a good one. The Emperor throwing the <laughs> yeah when he's just got the two lightning things. He's just like yeah, d- d- nothing. These don't work, and he just throws them at him. <laughs> uh that's gonna be good. I look forward to that one. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Next was 12 minutes from Annapurna Interactive. I should repeat, the game is titled 12 Minutes from publisher Annapurna Interactive. And this time, they added a star-studded cast to include Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm. The game looked interesting when we first saw it a couple yeah. months ago. Oh, maybe it was a year ago. Was it, that, it was, was that E3? It, it was E3. Was it E3 last yeah, year? Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, so E3 last year. And I don't think at that time, I don't think there was any voiceover no. at all. No, they just showed it constantly happening. Like you, because you're in that 12 minute. The whole 12 minute thing is you're stuck in a time loop, trying to figure out what's going on or whatever. And they, the original trailer, there's no voiceover, and you're just watching as the guy and the girl in the shot are at some points like arguing or one's only only one's there one comes home somebody at one point gets arrested Mm -hmm. and there's just all these things going on you're like what is happening so i'm curious with if uh those two are voicing characters it sounds by based on this trailer defoe is your narrator Mm -hmm. i'm in i'm all right i'm I'm in yeah and aperna doesn't usually make bad games Mm -hmm. spoiler alert that gives you donut county great game cyanara wild hearts great game I'm forgetting other ones. I'm sorry, but great games. Yeah. What Remains of Edith Finch is them. Fun games. Uh, Godfall showed off a little bit more gameplay and quite literally a little to the point where when they ended the trailer, I thought they cut it early. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the whole trailer, but the little... Oh, like, I 30 seconds. Yeah, I like looked over at it a few times briefly and... and it was... Ve- everything in that trailer was very abrupt. How it started, like the like there was like weird like it could have been issues on my stream maybe perhaps or maybe it was every trailer. now and then it was stuttering for me, uh, not just during Godfall but the the trailer they're showing you a new I don't remember what they call the bodies but they're showing you a new one of those yeah and it looked like a bird or something didn't it, it looks like a bee yeah or okay. like a bug of sorts because it's got the big eye faces then it's got like little wings reminded me immediately of a bee and you're doing they're doing the combat or whatever and they kill an enemy they're kind of standing back and then it looks like they want to start continuing to do more and the trailer just stops and i'm like was that supposed to happen or there was it was abrupt and it was just weird weird feeling Override Super Mech League 2 had a trailer. It's mechs, it's fighting, 
it's a second one. Uh, they ended their announcement by mentioning a special crossover announcement coming in September. So an announcement with an announcement. Cool. If you like mechs and you like fighting. Gundam. One of them kind of looks like a Gundam. Maybe that's the special announcement. They got that new robot in Japan that's going to be coming out soon. <laughs> they finished it, put the head on, they had a head moving. Its body is complete. It's ready to invade. <laughs> it's ready to invade. It has become weaponized. It's only a matter of time, people. Tinfoil hat time. I can't wait to show you the video of fucking walking. You're going to be like, what the fuck? All right, mark that down. You show me that video. I show you Sim Star Wars. Okay. Somebody take mental notes and let me know at the end of the show. Then uh, the Mafia remaster got a new trailer, and it looks surprisingly like it might turn out okay after all. Yeah, maybe the uh, maybe they spent all their time on this game, which I'm assuming, I'm hoping that's the case. Based on the trailer, they at least spent more time on this game than they did Mafia Two. Yeah, I never played any of the Mafia games, but I mean, if it if it is genuinely, if it looks as good as it does, I think I would pick this one up and play it. So I played two originally, not the not this re air quotes remaster that came out. I specifically did not buy the remaster after I saw how bad it was. Uh, I played Mafia 3 at launch. Which, say what you will, I didn't have as many problems. I had some problems with it, but not as many as everybody wanted to claim about. I thought the story was great and overshadowed for people by poor gameplay, but mm-hmm. I thought the story was pretty cool. Nothing like listening to it all along the watchtower than the moment the game starts up, and I'm just like, Hendrix, yeah. <laughs> um, but this one, yeah, like you said, it looks good, and I'm just kind of going, yes, 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 don't, don't fuck it up now. You're so close to the end. Just step over the finish line and release a good game. But I also realize at the same time, I'm on a gangster kick. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Well... There's been a few. There's been a, a few games that because have this been... one, and then when Empire of Sin drops, mm-hmm. I'm going full on Chicago gangster. Yeah, I'm gonna get myself. A, I was gonna say piano player. I don't remember what the nickname for the Tommy Gun is, but I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. In a trailer that was too confusing for me to understand, Lemnis Gate. A game in which you are in control of a 25-second time loop versus your enemy. Coming 2021 to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Another one where we're like PS5, Series yeah. X? No? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about this game. It fucking... It, I, I'll wait, I guess. It hurts my brain because I think I know what it's doing. And I think we both have an understanding of what we think it's doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm betting that what we think it's doing is we're like oh dude i love apples that makes sense apples are pretty good why are you selling me a pineapple (laughs) that is not even close to an apple just because it has apple in the name every time i look at it i just get i get more confused even when we watched it again i've watched that trailer five times now and every time i see something else and go but whoa wait what yeah, I don't know. I'm going to wait and hear more on it because it's just... I'd- I'm intrigued to potentially watch somebody that's good play it and like gets it and just see certain like strategy type of things. And at if they can explain what's happening, I'll be much happier. At the present time, I don't understand how this can be 
a fun game, but it's cool. What we at, at the present time, I'm too confused. It, this would be one of so if we sat down at PAX, we'd have to sit down like every day in a row and go. Now what happened yesterday? Because I. <sighs> I still don't understand. You'd get up from the demo and be like, so how'd you like it? And you just stare at them blankly because you've been so confused trying to figure it out for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. The fleshy co-op or single player game known as Struggling got a trailer shown off. And as we love, it's out now on Steam and Switch. Single player or co-op, play some arms, get through some levels, do some gross flesh stuff. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition got a new trailer to show off its new visuals and to tell you of two new civilizations, the Incas and the Swedes. Two new game modes and cross-platform multiplayer all coming on October 15th to Steam and Game Pass for PC. So guess what? All I'm saying is you play a little $5, you get to play Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition on Game Pass for PC. There it is. Go play it. And in this entire list of the rundown from this video, I did not include the entire commercial for Game Pass where they just constantly kept screaming about the best deal in gaming. I'm not wrong. Not not even close to wrong. Not even close. More gameplay of Corvus. And until you change that damn V to a U, I refuse to acknowledge you. Was shown off coming in 2021. So is it Chorus? Or it's is Chorus. It, it's Chorus. Yeah. Literally, I agree that it says Corvus. Yeah, they write Corvus because they use the Roman U. And then right below that, they write ChorusGame.com in complete English. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I hate you. 
Fall Guys Season 2 was revealed, showing off new costumes like a medieval hero and new courses that will be coming in the new season as well. Medieval-themed castles and such. Build ramps, jump through hoops. Be a witch. Be a dragon. Be whatever you want. Grab that crown. Be a winner. Or that's, fall. This is like a nice little commercial you did there. I will take my payment in the form of Sour Patch Kids. Vince Zampella came by the event to show off their next new title called the Medal of Honor Above and Beyond VR coming holiday 2020. I personally, Matt, cannot wait to see the silly gifts or videos in general that come out of this supposedly serious game. Uh, Medal of Honor, man. It looks like a Medal of Honor game. It does. For better or for worse. And for what that means for people, if you ever played Medal of Honor in about 2008... Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm really confused by this. I w- was not expecting a VR title. I wasn't expecting a Medal of Honor title. Yeah, I could see Medal of Honor. I mean, it it's can you? It's first the first few Medal of Honors were good. Went downhill. I could see them well, reviving like it. Assault. <laughs> I could see them reviving it successfully. Not necessarily in VR, but whatever. You know, you guys do you. I like the idea of branching it into VR. What I don't like is our potential worry that it's exclusive to Oculus. Yeah, that would be... That would be bad. I mean, there are a lot of Oculus headsets out there, but you can't, like... It would suck. The whole... Facebook is going to fucking ruin VR. And their whole Oculus exclusivity thing is not going to be good in the long run, but... Yep, but... We're... I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will back away from this temp- this tempting conversation. Uh yeah, it if anybody's curious about what I mean by the silly videos, type in LA Noir VR funny moments or something like that into YouTube. It's like a 3-minute video and you can it's all the weird stuff. You get in the mirror and you're just kind of dancing around and having fun. All the movement just is so entertaining, and I just, I so badly can see the potential, and I want it to come out of Medal of Honor. I'm sure we'll see some shit, for sure. <laughs> uh, I dance like that in the club, and nobody's going to get you the joke. <laughs> Spellbreak got a large trailer and will be officially released on Epic, Xbox, PS4, and Switch on September 3rd, at which point you can play for free. Looks nice interesting. Mage Battle Royale. I mean, if you can genuinely fly around and like shoot fireballs at stuff and, and stuff at people, I'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. you pretty much can. I watched Shroud play it for a bit when it uh, dropped into early access. Or beta, whatever they want to call it. A return to a 30-year-old title called Turrican came straight from the devs in Germany. A return to a title that I've never heard of. So I have no basis. It looks like a Metroid vein. I don't even know if Metroidvania. Probably closer just to Metroid game. Same time. Don't know it. Good for them. The guy was really excited when doing the voiceover. So I'm like, yeah, cool. And to wrap the whole thing up, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart got a lengthy campaign gameplay reveal, all captured on a PS5. Really worth checking out, I wrote. Yeah, the smoothness... Of the gameplay, like the frame rate, uh, 
the transitions when they do that crazy dimensional pull. Yep. Uh, the falling through the portal. It's just all like, it's it's hard to explain because like when you, if you watch it not knowing what we know of intricacies and in, in the last 15 years of gaming and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you could just watch it and go, yeah, that makes sense. That all yeah. looks like it should. Mm-hmm. But you see it all work perfectly and quickly and smoothly and you're just like, oh. Whoa. Yeah, there was just something about it. I was it, just like, it's this visually is pleasing. Like, you know, there's there's never. Granted, we didn't see a stutter in the video, but yeah, I mean, would you? You maybe, but they're dropping enemies constantly. There's a bunch of stuff going on. The like we're saying, the rift. Uh, so you get into like a, a one level, and there's a yellow portal that you can use to warp around the level, and those transitions and everything were just nice and seamless and. I'm, I'm. I wasn't a ratch. I was never a ratchet and clank person. This goes back to our conversation we've had before. How like I just didn't. I wasn't a PlayStation kid, so I didn't have ratchet no. and clank. But when the remastered one came out, I mean, around the whole movie and everything like that, and everybody loved that, and it was visually good. I went and tried to play it on my PlayStation for a bit, and I just couldn't get like hooked into it. Something about it, I don't know. I was just kind of like, ah, right, well, it's a thing, whatever. I'm intrigued by this one. They still don't have a launch date. They still say launch window for PS5. The mm-hmm. PS5 launch window. Uh, so I'll be, it'll be a little disheartening if I can't. Depending on what the true launch day titles are for PS5. If they're good enough and I can wait for this, that's cool. But if they're not and this could have been there, uh, you know. But either way. Uh, it's probably not something that I'll pick up and play, but I really enjoy seeing it, and I appreciate what like when we when we first saw it, it kind of like low key. I don't want to say it blew me away, but it, I was like really impressed, and I was like, oh, this is you know what we can look forward to at the start of a new console generation. I'm thrilled. Yeah, it, after you see that, and you see Gran Turismo, and you're like. Are we starting this bitch off like this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Shit, you guys setting a bar that you are never going to hit again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really sad. <laughs> They're like, hey, we shot for the moon. By the way, we didn't realize how far away the moon was. It takes a lot of gas to keep getting there. So here's some low quality B titles. <laughs> uh, finally, we're on to number two. Yeah, can you believe that was Gamescom? <laughs> uh, another long one. Not quite as long, but long. Uh, the first day of DC Fandom was held. Is it fan? Do they pronounce it Fandom? I don't know. It's a play on the word fandom, obviously. Yeah. And Fandom being, I think, the idea that everybody's in a bubble, so they're just can you know all we're right. all in this dome to all watch. You know, it's the we're all descending on this place type of thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying Fandom throughout the whole thing. So right. I don't care what they said. They wrote Fandom. Deal with it. Well, that was held on the 22nd. Uh, let's run through the recap. 24 hours. Yeah. Which was I a didn't really know, interesting move. I didn't know this was happening. And I woke up the next morning, made my coffee, sat down, popped on the TV, popped on YouTube. And it was like, what I'm going to read here is like, boom, 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 boom. As far as like recommended stuff to watch. And I was like, what the fuck happened last yeah. night? I was watching. <laughs> I, I sent you the text message. I think yeah. I was like, uh. You're like, what's going on? And I was like, uh, DC fandom event, 24 hours, whole thing. But I forgot about it after we recorded and started, you know, my Twitter feed's just going, Greg, Alana, blah, everybody just, 
oh, Gotham Knights. Oh, uh, what we're going to talk about. Uh, the Batman trailer. Wonder, and I'm just like, well done for these guys. Paris yeah. is in there talking about all his his thoughts. And I was like, this... I, I like this. I'm yeah. I'm the DC kid. I appreciate DC. Uh, DC is where I would align versus Marvel. Not that I ha- I don't have anything against Marvel, but mm-hmm. then I was a DC kid. Superman, Batman, mostly Batman, 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 Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Let's not to talk about the movie. It sucked, but you know. Yeah. Anyway, about uh, Gotham. <laughs> first up, we saw the second trailer of Wonder Woman 1984, which revealed Cheetah, played by Kristen Wiig. It's a thing. Yeah. Look good. Cool. Trailer look good. More Wonder Woman's always good. Yeah. I like the uh the humor shots we get of, of Chris Pine in a forty year future. Yeah, what's the deal? I don't get the deal. Yeah, with you'll that. find I out. Don't, but, okay. Uh him being in the future and, and trying to have to adapt to all these things that he's just the, what's the line? The parachute pants. Mm-hmm. Like what? Does everybody parachute now? <laughs> uh, WB Montreal's uh, Batman game Gotham Knights has finally been revealed. You'll take control of Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Red Hood. It'll be entirely playable solo or with two-player online co-op. A seven-minute gameplay trailer showcases the type of gameplay. WB Montreal confirmed that it takes place in a separate timeline. Uh, each character will have their own set of abilities, such as Robin's ability to teleport short distances in combat using the Justice League satellite, or Batgirl's many martial arts styles. Uh, besides a plethora of Gotham goons, we got a glimpse at Mr. Freeze. Uh, the end of the official Gotham Knights trailer teased the Court of Owls involvement with a large circular room lined with coffin-like enclosures, which are likely housing the Talons. Child assassins kidnapped by the Court of Owls. So WB Montreal is the team that did Origins. Okay. Arkham Origins. The mm-hmm. one, not counting the ones on 3DS for Black Gate and stuff, but that's the one offshoot that some people were not fans of. For what reasons? Couldn't tell you because it was Arkham. Mm-hmm. It was just a different story. So I don't really know what their problem was, but I enjoyed it. And I'm... I'm all in. I'm so, oh more Arkham, and you get to play as these four people, and you're gonna give me the option of co-op. Yeah, okay. Looks gorgeous as well. Yeah, all the ice stuff mm-hmm. leading up to the freeze scene. Yeah, the lightning was really cool. The lightning, the when freeze riding. starts doing the his freeze and shit. Yep, Batgirl looks dope. Yep, Robin. They don't show you in the trailer. I don't think think you see Nightwing or Red Hood, but. I think you see Nightwing, not in the gameplay trailer, but the oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean in the yeah. game, I mean in the gameplay okay. part. Yeah, riding around on Batgirl's bat bike, mm-hmm. hitting jumps. She had a sweet jump. She did. She did hit a jump. She looked dope. Vroom vroom. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad cast has been revealed. Notably, I I oh my god, I love this guy, but his fucking name fucks me up sometimes. Idris Elba. Yes, Idris Elba. Is playing Bloodsport. Uh, John Cena is Peacemaker. Nathan Fillion is TDK. Pete Davidson is Blackguard. And blah, 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 blah. It goes on for a while. There's a fuck ton of them. I'm not going to read them all. Uh, there's a whole list. You can check it out online. I'm um, intrigued to see whatever the fuck this is. Just a sheer amount of people in it. I'm like, Because you're like, oh, yeah. You got, so, yeah, Suicide Squad, Will Smith, Margot Robbie, Jared Leto. 
other people. What? Oh, that doesn't exist anymore? Well, I mean, it does. Oh, you just don't think it does anymore. You guys are ignoring that it exists? Gotcha. <laughs> I wonder how that's how that's going to play, because I'm pretty sure they just are saying it doesn't exist. Like, But they cast a lot of the people in the same roles. Yeah, but they're just like that. We're just going, we're doing a do-over. We're just Mulligan? Gonna, yeah, we're, we called Mulligan. Listen, I can't tee off into the woods six times in a row, all right, Mulligan? Uh, Milestone Comics is being revived alongside a new Static Shock comic and potential movie. Uh, An all-new digital comic will be released in February 2021, followed by an original graphic novel. As part of the revival, Milestone Comics will be releasing classic issues in digital format starting in September. Did you ever watch Static Shock as a kid? Yes. Riding around on manhole covers? Yes. Purple. I'm trying to think if I remember the the theme song. I, I don't though. I'm sure if I heard it, I'd be like, "That's familiar," yeah. but that'd be about it. Well, because I'm also pretty sure it either says "static" and or "shock" in the theme song. Yeah, probably. Or both. And you know what? It might just say his name. Probably. Uh, Zack Snyder's long fabled Snyder cut of 2017's Justice League, known as Zack Snyder's Justice League, had its first official trailer debut. Snyder also announced uh, Justice League will debut in four hour-long... Uh, let me rephrase that. There'll be four one-hour-long chunks on HBO Max in 2021. And then the whole thing will eventually be able to be viewed as an entire film. Why you'd want to watch a four-hour film? I don't fucking know. Uh, Who doesn't want to watch Lord of the Rings? <laughs> the project reportedly... Yeah, but like that's don't, one different thing. Don't you sass me. Can you imagine... First off... That's 12 hours of movie. That's fine. We're talking about Justice League here. Lord of the Rings. Just take the griffins and fucking fly. <laughs> Clearly, you are uncultured swine. Also, because um, <laughs> I, because my argument right there is immediately debunked if you ever go listen to Colbert, who completely goes yeah. through the entire reason they can't do that. But uh, it is asininely long. Asininely yeah. is not a word. It is insanely long for... That movie. Yeah. I really hope it does redeem it, but like I have, I I feel like there's only so much you can do. I feel like it has to redeem it because a lot of the problem, well, it doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. It could entirely bomb. The movie could have been dead from the start. And this is just to hope that maybe it's better. Yeah. But a lot of the problem with the original one, there's a lot of stuff that just gets skipped through and nothing's explained. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, you're just all of a sudden at that point and it's like, the Martha, that's Batman well, v Superman, but there's there's so much just yeah, nothing yeah, crammed in that for four hours you would hope you can actually now explain mm-hmm. things and kind of weave a better story. I just won't watch it in four one-hour chunks. The thing that blows my mind, though, is like they're going to introduce Superman with the black suit, which wasn't even in the original movie. Right. It's just like, all right. We got to spend an hour explaining why he has a black suit. Yeah. Uh, the project reportedly costs upwards of $30 million to produce. That's insane. They'll make their money back. I'm sure they will. Watch watch, watch when that drops. I mean, if, HBO, if could, I don't know if you've noticed, but HBO is making a clear, like, concerted effort to push HBO Max. H, well, HBO Max is pretty damn good. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're clearly like, look at this shit. Look yeah. at what we got. It's... 
I'd be interested to know the numbers before that drops and after it drops. The first episode, just mm-hmm. within a one month window. Give me the month, the numbers the month before it drops and the numbers the month after and see if it spikes it. Because it's not going to plummet it. Yeah. We'll see. Actually, it'd be really funny if it plummeted. <laughs> That's it. I can't stand this idea of this being on a subscription service. <laughs> Uh, The first story details for the Black Adam movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the anti-hero have finally been revealed alongside a couple animated teaser trailers. I'm so intrigued to see how this goes. I I think he is a great cast for Black Adam. I am just so curious to see how this movie turns out and how they potentially weave him in with everybody else. Yeah. Pending yeah. we get a Justice League too. Yeah. Um that's the thing is I'm wondering if DC's gonna try to pull together some sort of coherent universe. Yeah, I So they hired what's his name? They hired the people from or some people that were responsible for the Marvel thing into their mm-hmm. Star well, Star Wars did, and I believe DC pulled somebody over too, but I think a lot of that could potentially determine on how the Snyder cut is received Mm. because I think they would, if it's received well, they would just want to give it to him and go do do what you need to. Yeah. I think it'll be a combination of that. And one of the, the last thing we're going to talk about, obviously, because like those, yeah, I mean, to date their most successful thing has been Joker, which is just the standalone, like standalone one off. Yeah. And the interesting thing that I think they could definitely do and it seems like they're testing the waters with the way they're releasing the Snyder Cut, is they could just make, using HBO Max and having all this stuff, and we'll talk about something coming up. Retcon? <laughs> don't, no, no, don't retcon. Do Justice League 2, or just make Justice League a TV series. Mm-hmm. Like a mini-series? Do, do it your HBO style, eight-episode run, you know, a la your Westworlds and stuff where you take a couple of years between seasons and really do like a justice league thing. So mm-hmm. you actually go get, you can doing it, having those years in between allow you to not just do the characters they're doing in this movie where it's just the, those five put them in the watchtower, go get Martian Manhunter, go get what we'll talk about in a bit with Brainiac, go get these people to fight them bring in well we'll talk about it in a minute anyway but like the jla there's there's so the justice league the same way that what marvel did with the avengers and pulling in guardians of the galaxy and blah 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 and had they had the movie rights earlier probably would have saw x-men and some other people fit in but like both those uh the justice league and what avengers are to their respective things are so wide reaching with large casts that doing them as tv shows like the Marvel nailed it with the movies. Let them have the movies. DC, do it as a TV show where you get to focus on like the creation of the Justice League for one season or, you know, Justice League year one. Hey, it's been formed. Let's move on. The end of year one sees them get contacted by space and they build, they build the space fortress and they go up there type of thing. Like lean into it. Mm-hmm. I won't get what I want, but just do it. Uh, let's see here. 
Shia LaBeouf all told you. Rocksteady Studios, primary developer of the Batman Arkham games, revealed its long-awaited next game, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Uh, with a trailer and some brief details. In Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, players take control of Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark, who are tasked with taking down a mind-controlled Justice League. Uh, it can be played solo or with up to four players cooperatively. If you're playing single-player with AI-controlled teammates, you will be able to switch between different characters at will. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is slated for release in 20. 20- 22 for ps5 series x and pc uh did not realize it was two years out yeah i think they were potentially working on something else and it has now morphed into this okay i think there's a chance they were potentially working on a justice league game Mm -hmm. and just something wasn't clicking and they flipped and went with here yeah I mean, that's not a bad idea. Rocksteady's been silent for years. Years, yeah. There was rumors for a while, too, that they were working the on a Superman, Superman game and stuff like that. Yeah. But then there was, you know, like... Not that Superman is boring, because I'll... Superman... Because Greg will argue with me. He won't actually argue with me, because I don't exist. But he'll tell you all day it's not boring. There are ways to write him in such a way. Yeah, but, but Superman's play- hard to, but like... playing as him is a very hard thing to do because unless you just ignore reality and give every person fighting him kryptonite Mm -hmm. he always wins none of it nothing would beat him yeah Yeah, it's the problem with having pseudo demigods yeah it was uh superman yeah it's the same thing where like if marvel kept going and if they do keep going they reach a god point they exist in that universe Mm -hmm. where and they're they're creeping that way yeah which Thanos was not even a taste of what these other people are. And it's what they like. They've handicapped Captain Marvel and all these other people too mm-hmm. to make the scenes right. But like, if you go back and read comics, can squirrel girl kills Thanos. Yeah. Hello, a person that is a squirrel and controls squirrels kills. Anyway, finally, I'm, I'm sorry go to go back to the actual game. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. I, I, this goes back to, you know, I'm the DC fan, but I mean, I I'm s- more of a DC fan than a Marvel fan. Yeah. I, I, yes. The, I just not suicides. I just, I, the suicide squad doesn't do much for me. Right. I don't care about the suicide squad angle of it for the most part. The idea of them fighting a mind controlled justice league is interesting. I'm curious to see how that plays. I'm curious to see who they show, who show, who from the justice league shows up. Mm-hmm. Is it just the main cast that we assume or do they, what they can do in a game that would be harder to do in a movie branch and show you these other people. Also, it says, doesn't it say you're hunting? Does it say who you're hunting? It just says you're hunting the justice league. I mean, uh, in the trailer, you see, you see Superman. I mean, yeah, I thought there was something about the JLA in here, Justice League of America, um, which would see Doctor Fate and a few other people show up. But, I think that was like a rumor that was going around. 
but I don't know if it was confirmed. But it's like there's there's a bunch of people you could pull from for the game to just have like their like, characters uh, show fucking, up. As... What's his name? Hawkman. Yeah. Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and uh, a couple others. Two, there were two others in that shot. It was a four-person shot. Oh, I'm blanking that. I can't remember them. But those guys could show up and give you new... And it's a Suicide Squad that's... You'll see some of the characters from the movie. But you might not have the same tie-in, I guess, is what I'm saying. It'll be different enough from the movie that it'll be still fun to play. The other interesting thing of just both both of these not Arkham games, but these got these two DC games. I'm really intrigued because so one's supposed to be next year, one's two years. That's a year and two years after Avengers comes out. Mm-hmm. And Avengers currently, if you're not just a giant fanboy and you are looking at the game from a critical lens, has people concerned. Hey, did you like that thing I sent you? Yes. <laughs> did you not hear me yell? I did. I did hear you. Because <laughs> uh, like, the thing you sent me, the battle pass, the characters are still free, but everything like cosmetically and moves and stuff like that is tied to a $10. And I was just like... Oh no! <laughs> per character, insane. Yeah. In the membrane, uh, crazy insane. Got no. <laughs> we finally got to see the first trailer for Matt Reeves' The Batman. Uh, in it, we got a glimpse at Robert Pattinson's darker, disheveled Batman. Glimpses of Zoe. Uh, what the fuck? Zoe uh, Kravitz. 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 <laughs> I was Kravitz. gonna say Saldana. So I'm not as uh, Catwoman. Um, although Reeves stated she isn't Catwoman yet in this film. Uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, um, who uh, Nate says looks like Richard Kind. I didn't even fucking recognize him as Colin Farrell. Yeah, he. Um, if you know who Richard Kind is, he they basically put enough prosthetics on Colin Farrell to for both of us. Because even when I watched each other the first time, I was like, "Is that was it supposed to be Colin Farrell's Penguin?" And then more articles. Oh yeah, that was Colin Farrell. That was Colin Farrell. I was like, "Holy shit!" He doesn't even look close to that. Yeah, but he looks like Richard Kind. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Detective Jim Gordon. Great casting. Absolutely uh, amazing. Judging by clues in the trailer, the Batman isn't set in the 90s as originally speculated. Um, the Riddler seems to be the main villain of the Batman. Thank God. Um, the, the movie is only about 25% complete, which is crazy to me. According to Reeves, as production has faced many delays through the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the Batman will take place during... Year two of the Batman's career, while Reeves' Gotham PD prequel series for HBO Max will take place in year one. So, And I'm intrigued by the idea of the Gotham PD one, where it's you know year one Batman, it's mm-hmm. him coming into it. and That'd be a, cool. Hope- it's the Gordon meeting him, yeah, forming yeah. their relationship and everything. Because in, even in the trailer, you see it looks like uh, Batman shows up at a crime scene. While the police are still there, so yeah. clearly there's like some. They already have there. the some established. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be here type thing, and Gordon doesn't do at least in the trailer. Gordon doesn't do the like, what are you doing? They they have a rapport where they mm-hmm. clearly already know each other. Yeah, um, I'm excited again. Yeah, I was. 
I don't know. I thought you weren't going to be able to get over the Robert Pattinson thing. So initially, that was always my concern. Mm-hmm. I was like in immediately because like obviously he's done a lot of like art, like artistic Other stuff, films yeah. and stuff like that, and I, it's I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be fucking sweet. The but I, initially, you know, I'm I was basing everything on Twilight, and I was just scared for what they would do after Batfleck. Mm-hmm. Because while I don't think Ben Affleck did anything wrong for the part, I think that part was written horribly. Mm-hmm. And going forward, they're like, "All right, we're gonna put Pattinson in." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> let's let's see." And when they show him, not as Batman, but even just him being Bruce and being out in the world, he looks more. I, I, more built out than he obviously did in Twilight, which was what, mm-hmm. 10, 10, 12 years ago at this point, which makes sense. You were a child and now you're an adult. So you should be bigger and it, it fits the role better and everything. He looks fine. I don't have any problems with that. The, I need to hear more of the voice to see if that becomes a joke. I don't think the voice is bad in the trailer that you hear mm-hmm. it, but I really, a reason I'm not wearing hockey pads is a line. I love the trailer because it just, you can feel the like anger under the surface the whole time he, in Batman. Like it's there, you know, like both when he is Batman and when he, when you see him as Bruce, you can, without him saying anything, you are getting emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you see Catwoman, Catwoman who's not Catwoman, but you can tell the way they purposely shoot the shot with the, the, balaclava to look like it has ears and everything like that penguin curious this has been what i have the trailer looks like what i have said i don't know if i've said it on this podcast or not about what i wanted out of a batman movie to bring back a riddler and make him serious not this not the jack or the jim carrey jack nicholson mm-hmm. run around bounce off the walls Wee-hee, yeah yeah it's yeah. a joke everything's a joke like no make edward nigma dark and sadistic in his elaborate puzzles. His entire idea for him is that he is smarter than everybody. Let him do it. Yeah. So I like the idea that they let him be the main villain as almost semi ringleader with Penguin and Catwoman playing sub stories through this whole thing. Mm hmm. Which leads well into another one. If you're saying it's not, she's not really Catwoman now, but you clearly see her and Batman fight each other. So that would introduce Selena Kyle and the whole thing. It just chef's kiss has me excited, especially because the one scene we get when he fights mm-hmm. is what I want DC to do. Yeah. The, mean, that, that scene, like you see two seconds of it. The anger's there. He beats the fuck out of the dude. And it's like, it's like just brutal enough. And then you look at the, the other fucking cronies that are behind him and they like have, they're all different mixed emotions. Half of them are scared. Yeah. Like one of them looks like they're about to fucking cry. Like it's, it's closer to the half joke that always happens during Ar- the Arkham games. We're like, yeah, Batman doesn't kill anybody. Just beats the ever living piss out of them. And (laughs) like leaves them to, yeah. Oh, he's not dead. He just will never walk again because I broke both his legs in six places. Yeah. And you see him in this fight 
it sounds like he goes for the broken arm and just punch, 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 drops him, punch. And then that's the other thing. He drops him. And how many times have you seen Batman after he drops somebody get on top of him and punch him more? Yeah. Not many. So he falls, punches him a few times, gets to do the good old, I'm vengeance. And you're like, all right, hey, <laughs> bat voice. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping that and this is what I've this is what I've said DC needed to do that Marvel toes the line on being dark, but they're still childishly dark in mm-hmm. a way of like, oh, Thanos snaps and kills everybody. The idea of murdering everybody is dark, but the entire conveyance around it is nothing dark about it. It's more just like sad happenstance at that point mm-hmm. or shock. Yeah. Where with Gotham, granted, the entire movie is going to be dark anyway, because Gotham apparently has never seen daytime or the sun. Which is weird. (laughs) Or sorry, I guess the DC universe has never seen the sun or daylight. Uh, But the entire... Only in Metropolis. And even then, (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) The moment he has to fly away, well, there it all goes again. Uh the darkness of of that scene of that punch to crashing a funeral and having a what looks like a suicide bomber step out of the car and all these things of make it brutal man don't pull these punches of oh you know the every everything's gonna be okay it's what the dark knight did well where it was still I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for. Dark is the wrong word because Dark Knight, but it was still visceral. Yeah, it was still visceral and evil, like grounded but gritty. And yeah, yeah. I want sand in my teeth when I'm watching it. I want to just <laughs> feel like a man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm. After I watched everything from it, I was like, "All right, cool. Yeah, I'm excited. DC things. Woo." I still need to read that DC 80th anniversary right there, but hey. All right. Then we move on to number three, the last really long one we have. Can you believe we're already this far? Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Speaking on the single player campaign, the storyline picks up in the middle of the Cold War between the U.S. and the Soviet Union in the 1980s, as the player is tasked with hunting down a newly reactivated Soviet spy known only as Perseus. Based on the real-life codename and backstory of a potential Soviet spy thought to have infiltrated the U.S. government. I'm assuming this is supposed to be continuing. Characters Alex Woods, Frank Mason, Mason, Jason Hudson, and all central players in the original Black Ops are being, or sorry, will be revived, revised, similar to the Modern Warfare reboot. So they are all back. And Reagan's there. Yeah. Yep, Reagan. Trailer, the trailer's interesting. It is. Reagan's like, hey, go commit war crimes. Got it. No problem, boss. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, the, the trailer was interesting. It's it's always funny, especially, I mean, we saw it with Modern Warfare. We saw it a little bit at the beginning of Black House, but I think Modern Warfare really, once again, set the tone at Call of Duty for what single-player cinematics look like. Yeah. And while Reagan is shiny in the trailer... It's not a question if it's Reagan. No, they did a really good job on that. They dug him up and body scanned him. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, and I like the the idea of um, the CIA guy just has a giant gash scar across his face. Yeah, but yeah, their whole thing is that they're there to hunt Perseus, who every time he apparently showed up or became his uh, involvement became known, it shifted the Cold War in some dramatic fashion. Uh, on the subject of multiplayer and zombies, Activision did confirm a number of details regarding how progression and cross-platform play will work. For one, the game will feature cross-play not just across platforms as last year's installment excuse me, first introduced, but across generations as well. There will be a seasonal battle pass. A unique benefit for Black Ops Cold War, Cold War will be shared progression with Warzone and the ability to keep modern warfare contact like skins or operators in COD parlance. What? In COD speak. Oh, okay. Who, who uses parlance? What are you, you got a thesaurus when you're writing this week? Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I pull it up. And weapon blueprints when you transition your account over to the new game. A full multiplayer reveal is scheduled for September 9th. And Treyarch and Raven are promising a return of zombies with more details coming later. Same for Warzone. Yeah, more COD in the future. Smart move to just move Warzone across. Yeah. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bad news is that pricing is a bit of a mess. So here we go. Current gen. Before you get into this, I will preface this that this is, to the best of of what I could find as of now, but there's conflicting information online and it it just could change or could be different. All right. So if you are planning on spending any money, just start at $100 and you'll be fine. Current gen versions will be $60. Activision will also sell physical versions of the game for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X for $70 each. For the Xbox Series X, that physical copy is playable on both Xbox One and Series X. No, it's not. This is what I'm talking about. That Well, that doesn't make sense with what Xbox has said. The Series X copy would not be playable on an Xbox One, but the Xbox One copy would be playable on a Series X. Okay, so yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna not think. Then there's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Cold War Cross Gen Bundle. That digital package, which costs seventy dollars, will be available on current and next gen PlayStation and Xbox consoles. It's a fucking mess, bro. Players a who per- players who purchase the standard physical version of Black Ops Cold War on PS4 will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version through the PlayStation Store. Players who purchase the standard physical version of Black Ops Cold War on Xbox One won't be able to upgrade to the Xbox Series X version as PlayStation players can. What the fuck does that mean? That's literally the opposite of what you just said two steps above that. I'm not reading any more of this. No, I'm not reading any more of that. Here's the thing. If you want to play Call of Duty, go look it up and figure it out yourself. Yeah, so... That's terrible. The it's There's conflicting information, and like it's different... For Xbox and PlayStation. Like it's, yeah. and they're not using smart delivery on Xbox. It's just, but they are, you know what? But they're not. It's, dude, it's wanna, all over the place. I'm not going to ever pretend to understand what Activision is doing. This is like the Battlefield 1 launch dates or Battlefield 4 launch dates mm-hmm. when we had to break that graphic out. Yeah. Oh. 
I listen, if you want to play Call of Duty, go look it up and figure out how much money you got to spend. Here's a hint. It starts at 60. You right, might have we, to go higher. What are we at for time here? Because I'm sure it's probably been two hours already and we still we have... Can, we can move through the rest of this. Those are All the right. most things we have to say. Uh, let's hear. Call of Duty publisher Activision has quietly replaced the teaser trailer for this year's upcoming shooter, Black Ops Cold War, as we've joked about a little bit already. Hey-o. Uh, Kotaku reported that the trailer... Well, it's really a teaser. That the teaser had already been blocked in China. Uh, it is believed that it is due to the inclusion of one second of footage from the 1989 Tiananmen Square uh, protest. Massacre. Massacre is a, a better word against the communist <laughs> government. Um, well, protest against the communist government and a massacre of the protest. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. teaser. <laughs> Let's get it right. <laughs> <laughs> the teaser was just over two minutes long and debuted last week ahead of the full amount announcement that happened this week. Uh, where was I? However, on the official Call of Duty YouTube channel, it has now been replaced by a one minute version, which does not include the footage of Tiananmen Square. Shocking that Activision once again backs out of what they were saying. Yeah. It's just I, fun when the, uh, I believe the trailer or the teaser is shot with the two screens that say, learn from history or be doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, censorship, but not Tiananmen Square. <laughs> because there's no war in Bossing Say. <laughs> Number five, Sony has announced that the latest step in its PlayStation 5 reveal will be the company opening online registration to possibly receive an invitation to pre-order the console directly from PlayStation. Here's some more mess for you. According to Sony's announcement, there will be, quote, a limited quantity of PS5 consoles available for pre-order, end quote, this holiday season. The invitation program is a chance for existing PlayStation customers to be able to order the upcoming console. Filling out the registration form does not guarantee an invite to be able to pre-order the console, with invitations distributed based on, quote, previous interests and PlayStation activities, end quote. Even if you do get an invite, you're still not guaranteed a pre-order. Each invitation will be open for a limited time and has limits on just a single console pre-order per PSN ID. <laughs> Did I register? You bet your ass I did, Matt. I registered as well. Because <laughs> we ain't no chumps. I just love it. It's like, you can register, but you might not get an invite. You, you might get an invite, but if you get an invite, you might not be able to pre-order it anyways. It's just like, it's fucking, it's weird. Who cares? Uh, I, I like the attempt that they're doing. I, I, I see what they, they are trying to do. Yeah. Hey, we have people that are already in the PlayStation ecosystem. If you're wanting to upgrade, here's your chance. Mm. Literal chance is all you have. <laughs> and even then it's 50, 50. If you have a chance. Uh, and if you're not paying attention to your emails, you might lose your chance. Yeah. But I mean, even if I don't get the invite, which I'm betting on not getting the invite, mm -hmm. it's still the, the lookout of, all right, where do I need to go? Yeah. Who do I need to make friends with? Who do I need to contact? I already got a couple feelers out in retail stores of like, listen, you start seeing some stuff. <laughs> just let me know and put one away. I'm going to call you now and say, I'm going to hold that. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, Joseph Staten, a veteran of the Halo series, has returned to the franchise 
and will work on the campaign for the upcoming Halo Infinite. The news was first reported by Bloomberg, and Staten confirmed the move on Twitter. Staten said, quote, I'm thrilled to join Halo to help them ship Halo Infinite. As the project lead for the Infinite campaign, I will be supporting the team's existing great leaders and empowering them to do their best work, end quote. On the topic of Halo, uh, Jason Schreier said something interesting on Twitter, quote, at Microsoft, contractors can only work for 18 months max. They can then come back after a six-month break. Microsoft uses so many contractors that this limit leads to a lot of attrition. And for games that take four-plus years to make, like Halo Infinite, it has been disruptive, end I mean, quote. makes sense. You got a bunch of hands in the pot. Uh, also, is it good news that somebody is coming on now? After you've shown to Halo campaign? Infinite to, no. <laughs> to no. lead the campaign development? If the answer to that question is no. <sighs> mm. And the fact that it's like a bungee veteran. Yeah. Like a, an OG Halo person. Like it's like they're like, oh, we they probably gave him a fat check and was like, yo, we really need your help. And it, it speaks to what everybody always jokes about and worries about. When you look at 343 and what they've done with Halo, and they're like, we want to go back to Halo's OG roots. And they're like, okay, let's just go get OG Bungie to do it. Yeah. That game might not see 2021. Yeah, I think it's... There's a chance. I think it's a small chance. I think we still are... I think at this podcast, we're pegging uh, holiday 2021. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think even if it's not... Even if it could use another delay, I think Microsoft would just push it out. I think they would force campaign to be ready and then put multiplayer like a month off if they needed to. They would get shit for it, but if you put it only a month off, you'll be okay. If you put it longer than that, you have problems. Number seven, rumors of a new enhanced edition of the Nintendo Switch continue to circulate with the latest report indicating a planned launch for the upgrade in Q1 2021, Taiwanese publication The Economic Daily News reports that according to multiple manufacturing sources, the new version of the Nintendo Switch will include enhanced interactivity features and improved visual quality. You missed the chance to use Fidelity, but I appreciate it. Yeah, you know. So we're going to get a third version of the Switch. Perhaps. Switch these HD. rumors. Switch HD. These rumors, yeah, they've been going around for a while. So also, switch. If you're making a Switch HD, the rumor I've seen about that is discussing that it would do 4K. That's for, first off, not. There's no way it would be doing it on handheld. I would assume that they would upgrade the handheld to 1080 and output the 4K, which and they would have the dock handle the 4K transition. Yeah, I was gonna say, I wonder if they could get the dock to upscale because they have the dock upscale now to 1080p. Right. That would or that would be cool. That's the only thing I could assume that they were doing is having the output be 4K and then your handheld mode becomes 1080 instead of 720. The uh, power, like the tech you'd need for the dock top scale of 4K, though, like I feel like that would be a pretty pricey there's, jump. There's a whole conversation to be had about what they would be doing with a third SKU. Yeah. And technically, they've already got three SKUs because they updated the battery in newer switches and fixed Joy-Con drift. So an older SKU switch is not the same as a current SKU switch. Yeah. So you'd have everybody coming into the store going, can I see the serial number? I have to make sure that it starts with a one instead of a zero. Fuckers. But I understand. (laughs) 
Uh, Microsoft has entered the legal dispute between Epic Games and Apple, siding with Epic Games. The gauntlets uh, have been thrown. Basically. Oh, it, this gets worse if you didn't update this today. Uh, I did not update it today, so you can fill us right. in afterwards. The company's general manager for the gaming developer experiences. What did I just read? The company's <laughs> general manager for gaming developer experiences, Kevin Gamill, filed a statement of support for Epic's restraining order against Apple. Gamill described Unreal Engine as, quote, critical technology, end quote, for companies such as Microsoft and Apple blocking its use on iOS will, quote, harm game creators and gamers, end quote. It is interesting. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to read the next story, and then we'll talk about that. Oh, Number this- nine. Epic Games just won a temporary restraining order against Apple, at least in part. Effective immediately, Apple can't retaliate against the company by terminating the developer account used to support the company's Unreal Engine. But in the same ruling, Judge Ivan Gonzalez Rogers decided three names that Apple will be will not be required to bring Fortnite back to the App Store. Didn't I read that they deleted something? They took away their developer accounts. They did anyways. Yep. I respect that. I had the headline <laughs> pop on my phone before you showed up where it was Apple deletes Epic's accounts or whatever. Hmm. And I was just like all right. Bold move. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> See how it plays out. This is the issue, is that... Somebody, both, somebody's throwing gloves. All these companies have, like, you cannot fathom the amount of fuck you money. Like, so much. Like, they could buy... What's the biggest number you can think of? Multiply by 10. Bigger. Yeah. Last time I looked, and this was years years ago, Apple had two hundred and and two hundred and fifty billion dollars in cash sitting in banks. That's that's lick that's cash. I wish I had that much cash. Stupid. It is stupid. Uh Gamasutra has the uh, headline, Apple has terminated Epic Games App Store account. Uh, no, uh, as of today, Apple has confirmed that Epic Games developer account has been terminated for violating the company's terms of service. Meaning that now if you search for any Epic Games product on the App Store, whether it's Fortnite or the Infinity Blade sticker set, you will not find them. In a statement provided to Mac Rumors, Apple says this removal is standard policy for the terms of service violations that kicked off this whole saga. Uh, Apple said, quote, we are disappointed that we have had to terminate the Epic Games account on the App Store. We have worked with the team at Epic for many years on their launches and releases. The court recommended that Epic comply with the App Store guidelines while their cases move, while their case moves forward. Guidelines they followed for the past decade until they created the situation Epic has refused. Instead, they repeatedly submit Fortnite updates designed to violate the guidelines of the App Store. This is not fair to all other developers on the App Store and is putting customers in the middle of their, of their fight. We hope that we can work together again in the future, but unfortunately, that is not possible today. Lovely. Lovely. Is that it? Should I move on? Yeah, you can move on. Now. Okay. Uh, Niantic is releasing a new Mega Evolution feature for Pokemon Go, bringing more powerful evolved forms of certain Pokemon to the game. 
Mega Evolution was introduced to the mainline uh, Pokemon series in Pokemon X and Y and continued in Sun and Moon. In Pokemon Go, Mega Evolution is handled with a new resource called Mega Energy that is earned by battling a Mega Evolve Pokemon. It's about to say Mega one more fucking time. You can Mega Evolve <laughs> Pokemon, including Beedrill, Blastoise, Bla- how do you say it? Blastoise? There you go. Blastoise, uh, Charizard, and Venusaur? Venusaur. Venusaur? Oh, Venus. Duh. Venusaur. Once you have enough energy. Venusaur. Is it? Is it? Is it? Does it look like Venus? It's a plant. It's a plant. Okay. It's a toad with a flower on its back. Fucking damn toads. Mega, mega, mega evolved. Mega evolved toads. Mega energy. Get that big mega energy. That BME. Number 11, developer CD Projekt Red announced The Witcher Monster Slayer, an augmented reality game for iOS and Android that has players hunt and kill fantasy monsters. Monster Slayer is a role-playing game with a heavy emphasis on combat. Kind of sounds like Monster Hunter World from the game description from CD Projekt Red. Yeah, I don't I didn't want to read the whole thing on the podcast, but if you're curious, check it out. The uh, trailer has a guy walking through a forest, and then a dog starts barking, and he's like, what the heck is that dog barking at? Let me open my Witcher app. Ooh, that's a giant stick figure enemy. I should kill him. Yeah, the dog didn't see that dipshit. He didn't need to bring him into it, all right? (laughs) Oh, I love it. Uh, Nintendo held a surprise Direct Mini. Included in its lineup is a remaster of GameCube title Final Fantasy Chronicles. The first three games of the Saga series, Final Fantasy Legend, Final Fantasy Legend 2, and Final Fantasy Legend 3, Poyo Poyo Tetris 2, uh, Rhythm Game Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, and Just Dance 2021. Yeah, Just Dance. <laughs> the Direct, which lasted just over 11 minutes, was specifically intended to showcase Nintendo's partnerships with companies like Square Enix and Ubisoft. Check it out if you're interested. Number 13, I don't have anything to say on that. (laughs) Number 13, Netflix has announced a new live-action TV series based on the Capcom's popular Resident Evil series of video games that will be produced by Constantine Film, the same company that made the previous six Resident Evil films. There were six? Holy shit. The upcoming series will feature an original story set within the world of the Resident Evil set across two timelines. I hate the way this is written. There are more details about it available if you're a Resident Evil fan. I'm curious to see what a TV show is like because those movies are... Not good? Popcorn movies. Popcorn movies. That's was... Uh, there There are... When I said there are... Uh, there's a lot of shit available on them. Like, you can basically... They tell you almost the, the whole plot. Not yeah. the whole plot, but, you know, like... Raccoon the, City. Yeah, Raccoon City... Uh, two two timelines, as in like, you know, like they cover the same people. Well, roughly people who are related to each other across like twenty years or something like that. All right, finally, uh, last on the old lister here, Borderlands Three is getting another DLC, possibly its final one, which is called Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fluster Cluck. Uh, got it. <laughs> uh, you'll be helping a scientist named Patricia Tannis figure out what makes the Borderlands psycho so uniformly deranged. She believes the answer lies in Vault Hala, a mythical place that induces insanity in all who learn its true nature. 
Of course, your average psycho isn't going to peacefully sit still and share Valhalla's secrets, so the closest you can get to a willing participant is Craig. Krieg. I keep wanting to say Craig. It's fucking Krieg. Uh, a fellow... I like the idea that there's also a Craig who just <laughs> constantly is confused for Krieg, and he's just like, the oh, fuck, man, come on, I got my own story. <laughs> That'd be, I could see them doing that. A uh, fellow Crimson Raider and the most badass psycho there is, it'll be out on September 10th. Cool. Krieg's a fun character. He was a DLC addition to Borderlands 2 that you could actually play as him. Ah, cool. He's crazy. It's a fun time. It's like one of the few psychos that actually speaks semi-coherent sentences. And there's uh, tapes you find in Borderlands 3 where Tannis is doing work with him. Mm -hmm. I think it's Tannis. Maybe it's somebody else. But they're having conversations. They're trying to like figure things out and stuff like that. It's really funny to listen to. But that's them, you know, good fun storytelling. It's been seven days, Matt. And somehow we managed to get through all of that in seven days. Yeah. But what have you been doing that we didn't just talk about? Uh nothing. Nothing at all. Uh I watched good some talk. more Marvel movies. I watched Doctor Strange. That was nice. Strange is a good movie. I like Doctor Strange. I enjoyed it. I uh, watched Age of Ultron. Um and that's it, really. That's it. No games, unfortunately. Nothing else. Just that. What Fair about enough. you? You know, I'd like to tell you it was any different than any other week. Uh, but it wasn't. Start, you know what? You know the usual. You know the rundown. Football manager. Oh, yeah, I played that. Oh, I played well. Whatever. You all know that. Started playing Madden. That's all I got to say. It's more Madden. I don't think the this year changes much of the years previous. Okay, they added a new game mode, but it's... The new game mode actually upsets me because it's hard... Co- I, I'm pretty sure the story is hard written. That it, it doesn't matter how well you perform. They're going to tell you the story they want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Which is, is annoying. Maybe that's not true, but that is 100% my experience so far. I in the first two games I th- I was playing quarterback I threw for six hundred something yards and six or five six five touchdowns and two rushing I think and as a rookie yeah and the you'd be like that was in the preseason and the conversation or the cutscene that happens right after that is discussing how your performance was bad and that you're gonna start on the bench for the year and I just went what the f- no. Oh, yeah, so your performance is pretty bad. You know, we got you need to work on some stuff. And I was like, I just demolished. But they're just going to tell you the story they want to tell you. So you, I'm betting you could probably just barely play the game and make it the entire way. Yeah, like it just forced through the entire story. Potentially, line. yeah. Potentially. That's, that's annoying. That's like so cheap. Yeah. I haven't, I'm, the only true determining thing might be like, if you play actually so bad, you might be forced into retirement type of thing, but I, I, there are games I have absolutely balled out on, and the conversation afterwards is about how poorly I played, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Whatever. Uh, Also, I finally finished Ghost of uh, Tsushima. So now I'm just running around murdering people as a samurai for fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. But uh, the 
The campaign has been finished. I spared my traitorous uncle. I murdered him. Yeah. I spared him just because why not? Yeah. So you got the uh, all the red stuff, right? The oh. red dyes at the end or whatever. I think that's what you get. You get different. Oh yeah, I have I have the red dyes because yeah. I got the ghost armor went red. Yeah. What's what did you get? A white. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wait, why is it red? I see. I don't know. I didn't murder him. I know, but like, it's the whole like ghost is bad, samurai is good. Red is bad. Ghosts yeah. kill people. I did like the little hut they put you in at the end. I got a different location. So, like, you get a different location based on where are you? Well, I think the hut. I think if I looked at it up correctly, I think the location of the the hut is different, oh. but the hut itself and like what's in it is the same. Okay, and it's named different, something else. Like the there are different names as well. Okay, yeah, mine is. Oh, I don't know. I want to say it was the last something, but I don't remember now. I think, it, yeah, yeah. But yeah. You, we'd have to look it up. I don't remember. That's interesting, head, though. But... I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I know there was so much different just by the single choice. Yeah. I mean, it's superficial stuff, really. Yeah, it's, it's nothing that actually has impact on the game. Once, like, the last thing that has impact on the game is if you killed them or not. Yep. Uh, yeah. It it's funny going through the game and like looking back at the story and just thinking of that's you know, probably pretty close to how it was at that time. Not like somebody just becoming this ghost and taking on an entire Mongol fleet on an island and destroying the entire thing. Not that, but the the hard codes of the samurai and refusing to adapt ways mm-hmm. where we all know the new saying is adapt or die. Well, yeah, you would have died. Yeah. Kind of a theme in Japan that that turn of the century there. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, they were definitely not up to the same levels of technology as yeah. other parts of the world. Yeah, the whole, like, even just the watches, like, oh, we can't use it. Why? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. That was the weirdest conversation, but he immediately pivots off of it anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, all right, we use it to shoot their ships. No, we can't do that. In what world do you want to win this war? Do you not want to win? Because that's what's going to happen. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. <laughs> do you want Mongolians? <laughs> Goddamn Mongolians. Uh, all right, well, that's it. We've been here long enough. We will see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.